Hello, and welcome to Gender Nebulous, episode 49, with your host, Victoria Hodges, and your other host, Miss Frida Wallace. Is that me? That's you, Frida, wake I up. Was just, I was just checking out the uh, five biggest fitness mistakes. Okay, what are they? <laughs> I think they're Let's like... Let's go through them quickly, come on. I think it's checking up with uh, Donald Trump is the first one. <laughs> the well, first he's been one in the news all week, hasn't that he? Was... Convicted. Yeah, well, he's he's been arrested, hasn't he? I don't. You know what? It's so Cheers, by the way. I'm on the gin tonight. There's so many things going on with Trumpster that I've lost the plot with it. But because is it is it is that it now? Is it over for Trump? Is that can he not run for president? Well, it was a is civil. It? it was a civil case, and he's. I think the the jury came back guilty yeah. on certain parts, not all, not everything. And yeah, um, yeah he's got to pay. He's got to pay that lady five million dollars. So pay the lady. Pay the lady pay the money. <laughs> Give me that money. See the hooker finally gets a day. You know that's I love. That's like that's why I said Stormy Daniels should be. It the wasn't Stormy Daniels, the by the way, but if, I don't know the lady's name. But well, that's a new name. She, she should be. It wouldn't be amazing if she ran for president and, and won that. It would. I know it yeah. would. Yeah, we've had this conversation before where I have got this uh, fantasy, like political scenario where uh, Stormy Daniels is uh, president and Monica Lewinsky is vice president. That's my ultimate aim for American politics. That's why I don't work be, in politics. That would be a pretty awesome twosome, wouldn't it? That, Imagine that. Yeah, a bit like, say, Samantha Fox being prime minister and, uh, let's say, Lindsay Dawn McKenzie being, <laughs> being <laughs> chancellor of the exchequer. Hey, you never know. You never know. These things happen. The hookers, the hookers will have their day. Well, not the, I'm not Sam Fox, by the way. Let's just get this straight for yeah, legal reasons. Be careful who you say who hooker is here, please. No, Sam Fox is a glorious lesbian. You got yourself in enough per- trouble this week, love. Uh, gl- yeah, she's a glorious lesbian with a fantastic <laughs> pair of knockers, just like me. <laughs> so, uh, what I don't know where we're up to with this. Like, uh, you well, know, tonight's the, the topic to- is. Um, it's about transphobia, isn't it? And yeah. fighting hate and, you know, on the front yeah. line of transphobia. That was kind of the theme we were Which, going yeah. yeah, so if you haven't noticed, I've, I've deleted all my social media. Yes. I can't talk in too much detail about why, because it's a legal matter. But it's happened to a lot of us, like, where you'll notice, like, you'll make one post or there'll be one thing, and then all of a sudden one big account gets hold of it with something like 500,000 followers. Or even, you know, and it might be less than that, but they'll send all their little attack dogs to go and get you because that's the, that's what they enjoy to do. And that's like a sort of sadistic little wank fest for them. So <laughs> they love it. And you can see the glee in the faces when they, you know, fight, think they've got you. But it's like, I, I don't care. I don't, I, any image of me that they have, anything that is already out there. And I, I sort of lean into that chaos. And that's it has been chaos this week, hasn't it? Let's let's face it. I I lean into it, but the problem for me is that it escalates to a point where it starts to affect my employment situation. Yes, and that is that is the point at which one has to delete their account. But then, but that's not why. Really, I I deleted everything. I'm I'm simplifying things out, but yeah, yeah. But I, 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 do you know what? I just thought sod this because. 
I'm not going to come back to it. Um, I've had enough of Twitter. It's just absolute nightmare now because I'm not getting the react. Like I used to get good um, traction. I used to get good responses. I used to get, I met a lot of amazing people through Twitter. There's probably people in this chat room now that I've met because or talked to. Yeah, pretty much everybody in that chat room right now is, is now, from Twitter, so, I think. So so, so my, my feeling was at first, I'm not going to let people bully me out of this space that I've created for myself. Mm. That was my initial thing. But like, it's a bit like saying going, going to town and then everybody saying, we, you know, piling on you, then never going to town again. But it's not because re- there is, it's like, it's not really like that. It's like little islands exist on the internet, little islands. And I've joined Discord and I've joined that because I want to, I want, I want, it, that reminds me of the internet used to be when I first started getting into computers yeah, and we're, and we're waiting for this blue sky thing to get a bit more popular aren't we yeah yeah so i've calmed down a bit because i've t- just that as soon as i deleted twitter i had this sense of calm come over because my phone wasn't pinging my, my notifications mm. weren't coming and so what have you been doing with all your spare time this week not having twitter it's like <laughs> well, you know I've, you used uh, to be on there like every 40 seconds did, 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 did. Now, now it's like what are you doing what are you doing all day long well, I've been writing a bit more. I've been writing. I've been <laughs> writing police reports mainly, but um, but mm. I've, I've I've still I've still got like my 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 main social media now is uh, my WhatsApp because I just the people that I care about are all on there. You know that that, that yeah. actually can see in real life. It's so really annoying though when I you think... delete when you delete an account like Twitter coming because you've got loads of contacts that you want to keep and then you kind of yeah. lose. You can't you can't yeah. connect with people that you want to connect with. I know yeah. I've had some mess. But... I've had loads of messages this week. Is Frieda okay? What's going on? All positive. Nice messages. Thank you for yours, Roger. That was really nice. Um, yeah. So people people are inquiring about you. So. Well, yeah, I think when you suddenly disappear and don't tell anyone, that's because because they sort of saw what was escalating. Yeah, and I had I, a bit. I, yeah. I I have a bit of a meltdown, and I and um, it all came to sort of a culmination of where I sort of self destructed a little bit, and I needed to pull myself away. And there was there was one of the things, one of the catalysts was there's a journalist called Mick Wright, and I follow him on Twitch. He has a a show on there, do you call it a show? A stream on there called uh, The Paper Thing, where he just reads the papers at you at 100 mile an hour. So he reads all the papers I'm from one day, and it's really funny. Just like, you know, takes the piss out of all the, mm. you know, journalists and everything. And and he's, and he's, but he's a really serious journalist, Mick Wright. And he's been, he writes about social injustice and he's been exposing nepotism in the media. And it was through, I he, he contacted me on, I think I re- I reached out to him because he posted something from Byline Times that I would relate. I wanted to give him some extra information on. Uh, I think it was that. It was a long time ago, actually. That so he started following me and retweeting me, and and um, he posted about me saying, uh, "What's happening to Frieda?" Is I can't remember the actual wording of it now because everything's deleted. But he he even knew it was Glinner. He knew he knew it was Glinner causing all this. So I can't even. You know, he that he, he knows about that situation. So yeah. um just rolling back there a little bit. So I don't want to rant on about this all yeah, I mean, for an hour. No. But what obviously but not. when when it when Mick did post that, they tried to go for him as well, but they didn't realize 
Well, this is what happened. This is the cold face of transphobia, isn't it? We, they kind of go from one, so one person buttons. to the next, as and you know, to see what damage they can do, and they do a lot of damage. I mean, I've experienced it in the past. You've experienced it. I think pretty much every trans person on Twitter has experienced this in yeah. some form at some level. You know, the more think, kind uh, of exposed you are, the more you expose well, yourself. You haven't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I was in Pink News with a story about me a couple of years ago. Um, had an absolute nightmare on Mum's Net after that. You know, so yeah, there are things, you know, that we are kind of talked about behind about. You don't even know half this stuff is going on. I went on Mum's Net and there's like four threads about me. Um, there's yeah, probably well, the same thing going on with you now, Frida, on various. Yeah, well, I'm not looking. I mean, some people have said, Oh, have you seen this? What's on here? Have you seen that? So I can kind of yeah, guess what I've it is. I've seen a load of things. Like, so I've seen some really horrible comments on Twitter this week about you. Um, I've reported a few accounts, don't mind saying that. Some accounts have been suspended, which is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's not let's not dwell on it too much. It is what it is. And uh, you see, the yeah. thing is, if I leave this now, it'll die down. They'll go on to someone yeah, else. They'll go on to somebody the else. The bigger the bigger picture for me is they, they it's the mechanism at work here mm. because you have got big accounts. I'm talking people with almost a million followers that are willing to boost people. They're just really hateful, and then their little like I said, I. I they're like a sort of rabid kind of mob of. <laughs> it's like a. It's a, it really is a witch hunt. It's like you know you people talk about the Salem witch trials and all that. They'll find their witch that they want to get. And even and even if you say something and yeah. you don't you don't mean it in the way they interpret it, they'll still yeah. attack you. Even though if you say that's not what I meant, I meant. Yeah, I meant yeah, yeah. You'll still get attacked and attacked and attacked because the is, Vicky, they're just trying to find something. The thing is, Vicky, they know that I'm not. I I am a witch. And I lean into chaos. I'm mistress of chaos. <laughs> so it doesn't mistress really fucking, it doesn't affect me what that, what that, but when it starts to affect my actual real life. Well, and then it starts affecting your friends, your, your, your family and your friends and other people who are connected with you. Cause you know, it kind of spreads into their world too. So it's, you know, you gotta be yeah. careful with it. Cause that's why, that's why I kind of, I kind of lean into it and put little subtle things into my profile. Cause I'm like, cause like I had the, you know, the Lucifer thing and, and people mm. always pull me up. What's that? Oh, you a devil worship? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll make but... a, yeah. I definitely worship the devil. You know, when I, when I've been to Asda and done my shopping, you know, <laughs> I had a bit, I had a, had a look <laughs> when I've watched Jeremy Vine, I do a bit of devil worshiping in my spare time, but it's not my main hobby. <laughs> They don't understand with symbolism of that because because the people that know what that means that that Lucifer thing from the you know the the kind of anger um, it's like the original kind of pride flag, isn't it? So that's what that's yeah. where that image comes from. It's not nothing to do so, with evil. You, can you see the can you see the chat, Frida? Should we say hello? I can't. No, I, I can't because I've not got enough screen. And okay, I'm trying to get some me, more. You need to get some more keep, screens. I'm trying to keep my bandwidth down. Okay, if you can open the screen, there's there's lots of messages flying. In. By the way, with the chat today, I have put some extra security measures in there. Um, one thing you may have noticed if you posted a comment is that there's a 20 second gap between yeah reposting messages. I'm only doing that, and it's not because of you, like it's because if some idiot comes in, I can control them. Mm. I did them. notice that some people. So I'll, I'll probably shared... get rid of that later, but. That's I had to delete loads of comments off my own stuff, and, I, and okay, there's been yeah. comments on this YouTube, so and people have been sharing it and clipping this podcast. So obviously, I say a lot of mad stuff on this podcast, and if you take it out of context, 
Like if I if I say something, you know, I, c- I could end up in trouble because I name a lot of people on this podcast. Yeah, and, well, we're not doing that you, anymore. We're no no more names. No, 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 but if I do do that, and then the only time you can something. name somebody and it's okay is when when there's a story in the press about it, and we is can talk okay? about that story. Is this okay? Well, that's that's um, that's the job of Camilla, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know. Another thing that reminds me about this, uh, well, I connected with Mick Wright, is he's, he broke that story about the protesters, you know, the people that were protest, protesting the coronation, the uh, Republic, was it Republic? Republic, and then... with the ones dressed in yellow, and Peter Tatchell was protesting with them, yeah. And uh, it was awful, because they, they actually arranged to have a peaceful protest. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, we spoke about this on groups... Sunday part, didn't we? Yeah, so you're not allowed. It is it is like a communist kind of you know when you see these things in Russia where people that people get whipped away when they have a because they were putting up blank even blank signs with nothing mm-hmm. on. Yeah, what are you supposed to do? Like I, I, now, I've seen discourse, I've seen uh, conversations in the media where oh well because it was the coronation they had to be really careful they didn't spook the horses. I was like, you know what, spooking horses. If you have to make your point, it didn't do the suffragettes any harm, did it? Well, well there, was, there was some organisation <laughs> in giving the long out, run giving out rape alarms, and I think that was a legitimate thing. But yeah. the 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 so called fear was that they're going to be used to spook horses. I think that's probably. But it's like it's a moral yeah. argument. It's like saying, "Oh, the poor horses. What about the horses? The horses don't want to be there. The horses those are horses. To each other. Those horses are so well trained. You know, yeah, imagine but, but imagine you're a horse in a band, and you've got like drums on each side of you and then there's like there's all kinds yeah, of loud music yeah. going on around you those horses they're, they're trained <laughs> just to imagine like that. imagine a police horse it's trained to be in a riot situation so you know it's not yeah, like they're going to be getting spooked I'm, by stuff too much i'm just imagining the horses trying to go oh, i could have been in a film me yeah i was supposed to be i was supposed to be in uh yeah, a movie a western and now i'm now i'm stuck doing this and they're like they've probably got, the they've probably got their want, earplugs in anyway the horses you know they don't want to be there trotting along with policemen on the back they're like <laughs> they're gonna, I I can't been be, a just get rid of the horses just get some electric cars next time you yeah, know like, i could have been a racehorse i could have been a contender <laughs> so anyway let's, funny, let's say I, hello I, to some I, of the I, uh no, just let me make job. a serious point about this because people were being arrested for basically uh, uh, a peaceful protest, right? Yeah. So, so we know the government want to bring in laws to stop uh, peace, not to stop noisy protest. It says something about disruption. So, this, what do you yeah. call it? But they uh, haven't they haven't defined what that means. That's the problem. Yeah. So, so this is incremental, isn't it? So, if we accept this, well, this this public... thing they're talking about at the moment is you you know the, I think the latest thing was you, you're not allowed to lock on, so you can't have any kind of things that would allow you to handcuff yourself to yeah. railings or like chains or ropes and stuff like that. But if you mm. actually read the law, it says that you can't lock on to another person. It doesn't talk mm. about objects like you can't. It doesn't say well, you can't lock onto a lamppost. It's about thing is... person to person. What, they, what like they've been doing, tube, chains, yeah. What they've been doing is confiscating the mobile phones of protesters. Now that does two things: it stops them being effective on social media and grouping, because that's how people communicate now, and that's how protests uh, are coordinated. And it stops them contacting the media because there was uh, there was a story that yeah they did want to speak to the protesters, but none of them were answering the phones. And as uh, Mick Wright rightly pointed out on Sky, they couldn't contact them because the police had confiscated the phones. Now, well, if you've got any if sense and you're going to a protest, you don't take a phone with you anyway. No, but you you do because you need to know where people are going to be. You know, people are safe. You need you know if somebody's because they well, can't take um, 
take a phone. I mean, depending on what kind of protest. I mean, the people are advised not to take phones because you can be you can be tracked and you know. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Well, okay, but what what I'm saying is, like, the, the, this is incremental. If the, if the public will accept this, if this becomes acceptable, so yeah, well, yeah, we need to go. It, it when there is a need for a protest against the government, they can they, they can have you know things can change pretty quickly and yeah. and things can be, things that shouldn't be acceptable can become acceptable because we've seen that with transphobia we we've have. seen it we've seen it in the AHRC things you wouldn't imagine being debated 10 years ago yes, are now the on the table overton window it is and 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 you know it like they talk about you know uh, changing the changing the law to mean sex instead of gender in law right but we 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 know that down to basic risk assessment that the that society has done, trans people who this would affect are not the problem. And that's why I always say to these people, don't get all emotional about rapists in toilets, because we can all get you can all get you can all run away with these fear stories about some hidden danger. Just do the risk assessment, do the maths. I was gonna do it in America, do, do the math, do the math. Do the do math. No, do the maths. All right, let's let's say hello to our <laughs> lovely Watchers, do you yeah. call them watchers? Are they watchers? Are they followers? I don't know. Viewers, viewers. Uh, okay, let's see. Critical cupcakes. Victims. <laughs> They're the victims. Who else have we got? Uh, We've got uh, NJ the Hoppy Bunny. Miss White. Not sure. I don't think we've seen you on here before. Well, hello. You know what, Vic? I can't read it. I can see it, but I can't read it because I've got. Okay, me, we've got somebody called got... Miss Frida Wallace. She's just waffling on about that stuff. On her. I don't bitch. know who she is. That bitch. <laughs> um. Plankton, we've already, we've already mentioned you. Who else have we got? Stephanie W. Hello, Stephanie W. Um, Just um, so, what's the general discourse? Sabrina Naves, I think it is. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, she's on too. Just read Mucks a couple of comments. Hello. Just uh, can you read a couple? Because um, I can't see him. Just going through the names, and I'm going to look, pick out some comments. Oh wow, there's loads. Um, the Eye Wanderers. So um, yeah, I just I, yeah. I'm really scared about where this protest thing is going because um, like there's gonna there's gonna be some pretty hefty protests over summer. Yeah, I'll, not, I'll go in reverse that... order with the comments because there's so many. Stephanie yeah. W, love you, Frida. There you go. Support. Oh, thank you. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> um. Critical yeah, cupcake. You, oh, you tolerate this, then your children will be next. Oh, God. Get segways instead of horses. This, Get segways instead Robbie of horses. Robbie Williams yes. will be Can't next. spook a segway. Good points. Yeah. Um, yeah, the horses can be final. Actually, one or two of the horses did kick off, didn't they? They kind of won back yeah. its backed its way into well, the Well, good. Yeah, because they, they that horse. I saw that one actually. The horse uh, bolted. And backed up, and I thought that ro- that horse represents most of the people watching this. <laughs> Did you watch the concert? They, if you uh, don't have three concert. screens, how are you podcasting? Good point from uh, Critical Cupcake. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to be careful with my bandwidth because. So Ste- Stephanie W. Frida, I've not forgotten about you wanting to interview me. Um, let me know, and I will share my story with you. I've had no. Bad experience. Oh gosh, two years. I will You'll have to get in touch with me. You know what? Add me. Add. Add me on... Or send me a message on Twitter. I'm not going to broadcast. I can't broadcast where you can add me because... Well, you can connect um, me. You can send a message to me in Twitter and I'll... 
That's your answer. What you have to do yeah. is find a pigeon and write a note and give oh, it Oh, that's the other way. Yeah, that's the other way. <laughs> that's the only way you can... I'm off grid now. <laughs> <laughs> it's guerrilla warfare um, now. Trying to find some more comments. There's loads. Uh, keep talking, Frida. I'm reading. Keep talking. So what were we talking about? So we're talking... With the main topic for today was supposed to be fighting hate, uh, the cold face of transfer. Now, that's a good word, cold face, because... It is. I, Before... I stole that from Erin Reed. Actually, there was an article on Pink yeah. News where yeah. they were, she, you know, she's she's talking about kind of the stuff that she has to put up with and her partner in, over in the states with all this stuff going on in the um, some of the state houses over there. Let me just have, I'll just I've got the article here. I'll just well, so this is trans yeah, journalist Erin because... Reed on fighting anti-LGBT hate and working in the coalface of transphobia, which is where I nicked the title from. Sorry. Um, oh, that's good phrase. Independent journalist Erin Reid might be one of the busiest legislative trackers of the year. The trans blogger could scarcely sit down during her interview with Pink News before the wheels of the US law machine uh, started rolling once more, prompting Erin to scan, write, and publish one of her widely shared and much-needed tweets tracking the American legal system. So she's, I think what she's doing, she's tracking every single law anti-trans right. law in the states in you know in all yeah, the she's really legislations good. that are coming through see this is the thing about i miss about being, so that I mean, work I, I mean that work she's doing is really important work and yeah, it's also course, probably yeah. quite dangerous because she's very well known mm. i didn't what i didn't know is that um erin is the fiance of trans lawmaker zoe zephyr you know and she was the one who was in the headlines mm. recently because she was barred from the Montana State House for her vocal support of trans healthcare. So these two working together, that is quite a partnership. Um, and they're both facing, you know, massive backlash for what they do. You know, it's a uh, shout yeah. out for them. Well, really. well they're really, they're, like you say, I mean, even, see, they must get so much hate. Like if they're on Twitter, yeah. it must just blank out to them because, you know, they, they probably have filters and people monitoring things for them because, like I can imagine, if you're somebody like really famous and doing political work, you you're definitely got a target on you, oh, and yeah. you have to have pretty good security. Because I've been assigned a cyber security officer, and and that is because it's I, I shouldn't really talk too much about that, but it's because people try to find out where you're going to be and what and and that's happened. And I I'm not even who am I? I've been on TV a couple of times. You know what I mean? Imagine if you were somebody like. You know, we talked about India. Will it be before getting death threats and stuff? They're yeah, real. They're they real. Are. You know, they're not. It's not when somebody like you know we hear about people getting death threats a lot. That the the people, they, but then that is nothing like because if you're if you're actually active politically, and you're like you said at the coal face of the political uh, movement, then those death threats feel real because you know there's a reason for them to want to target you. So, yeah. no, I'm not saying I'm a target like that. I think it's just, I just think it's a bunch of idiots who I've just managed to wind up enough that they can, that they feel like I'm, I'm. Well, uh, it doesn't matter if, you, if you're a trans person and you get, you, and you happen to be in the news or yeah. some story breaks about you, you will get attacked, you know, at whatever level, yeah, but, you know, yeah. it might be. But you see, there will be a we, lot of attacking you and criticizing yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what I would say, like, so the difference is like with somebody like that, they haven't got time for this. Whereas I leaned into no. it. I kind probably of probably got teams I kind, of people in the background helping them with it anyway. Yeah, because because for me, part of the stuff I write about on my blog is all about this. Mm. So it's part so, so baiting it 
and and looking at the people that are doing it was part of that. So that is why I did. But when it happens to you, and and it and it, and it starts to threaten your real life situation, that's when you have to. No, I'm not shied away from it, but I've 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 had to do some damage limitation and protect myself. Not because I I think somebody's going to turn up and do anything. It's just because I can see it escalating. Yeah, and I'm, so... I'm, I'm, I'm I know I'm mental, but I'm not that I'm not that bad. I'm going to put my family in danger. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, comment from Roger. Email me your Discord name, please, Frida. Oh, I will do. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, uh... Al Wonders is is Mick Wright broken bottle boy. Yes, yes, he is. That yes, is he is. His, yeah, that's his Twitter yeah. handle. He's great because he, he was the first journalist I felt like understood the issue. And it's not because he's, 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 he's involved in the trans debate. It's just because he understands the social justice. Like when, when you see trans rights protests, they're not just about trans people. It's about the idea of losing power. It's about, it's about uh, rights. It's, not, it's about civil rights. And, and trans rights are part of that. And that's why that's how we need to see it because we can mm. all have our individual little causes, but if we're not big enough as a group to recognise that the bigger picture is, it's also to do with climate change. It's also to do with, uh, you know, uh, what was I going to say? You know, like there there are a lot of incremental issues, but the one we see because we are trans is a transphobia one because we we can see that because it's it's about what you're exposed to. So. I I was I, before I came out as trans and started to get political. I was pretty ignorant to a lot of things. I didn't. It's it's not that I didn't have empathy for them. It's just I didn't understand the mechanism at work. Mm. And when I started to research it, like when I noticed that there were certain people appearing on talk TV, certain people appearing on GB News all the time. And when I did a little Google search, they all end up being from the same office. That's when alarm bells started ringing. And they're the same people that are, are, are trying to suppress the climate movement. They're the same people that are trying to suppress any kind of feminist movement. And 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 they they have a lot of power. They have a lot of power politically. Now, when it because we've not had a because we've not had a proper general election in 13 years, those people have been allowed to creep in through Brexit, through 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 the uh, COVID times when people took their eyes off the ball, those people have been allowed to creep in and infest like a malignant kind of mass. And and this is where we are now. So if, we, if you just look at it as a trans issue, you you kind of you kind of got a blinker on yeah, to, it's to what it's all about. Because and it, and and that's why Mick Wright I, that when he when he kind of recognised what was happening, it's because he knows. It's it's, it's like any journalist worth their salt recognises patterns. Yeah, and that's what talk it's about, about the podcast. You you were on a podcast yesterday, didn't you? Recorded yeah, I went to on a podcast with William Campbell. It's a podcast. What's the podcast called? It's called Oh God. I'm <laughs> testing you now. Don't expect me to remember things. Come on, you were on it. Well you well you recorded yeah, it. It's not been so, I think it's yeah, out yeah, yet. Okay, I've got to keep talking. I think you I think you posted it to me on WhatsApp. It's called Here's Now. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, website address is here's now.ie Island. And, so I'm not um, sure if that's he, a podcast which is on podcast hosting sites, but is it? It's like it, a a website based one. I don't, I'm not he sure. does a he does a radio program on different okay. affiliate, affiliate. So when's channels, that? When's that coming out? He, he said he'd give it a week. Give it so a week. He, he, okay. he, to, he said we talk. Right, let me get you. I'll give you some background. I know I'm talking yeah. that really. Go on, fast. go on, talk about <laughs> it. Um, well, uh, Graham Linehan was on this podcast a few a couple of it's about a week ago, and. 
I, at first I thought, oh God, another one. Because usually whenever anybody like this goes onto a podcast, it's usually with something they just agree with anyway and they just nod along and they're all they're all there for the transphobia and the pile, you know. They just they, they, that's all it is. It's just like somebody qualifying someone else's opinions. But the guy at William was really good with Glenna. I mean, I was really so impressed. Was Glenna his most recent podcast yeah, prior to this one? That, yeah. Yeah, that was it. So I contacted him, uh, William, and I said you know, you, you, I thought you were really good with Graham Linehan, and that's rare to see that somebody being challenged like that. I've not watched it, but, but I will. And I said to him, I want you to challenge me in the same way. Is I it with video? Up. Is it a video podcast? No, it's just audio. It's just, just audio. audio. Okay. So I said to him, I want you to challenge me in the same way. I don't want to come on and have a nice fluffy talk about, you know, what it's like to be trans and how Graham Linehan's, what he's, I don't, because I can't, I can't, I can't mention him in the podcast really, mm -hmm. because if I start going down that road of talking about what he's done, it, 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 it kind of muddies the water. So he asked me the question, you know, all the usual transphobic. The usual, yeah, right. Um, not, not, they're not all transphobic. I'll say there is some, uh, some weight to some of the arguments when it comes to single sex spaces, prisons, and um, sports. Right, you could have a you could have uh, a logical argument there somewhere. But the point is, the only reason I'm there having that conversation with him is because there's been a um, a movement to make those arguments important in order to exclude trans people from a debate. So when I when he asked me about those things, my only attitude is really: Do you think that's realistic? Do you think that trans people are taking over sport? And I give him back the question, and because because but he was quite good at the questions, and um, but I, I'm not there to because I'm not the, I'm not there as a sports scientist. I'm not there as a prison governor, governor, whatever. I don't know anything about that. I I do know a bit about it because as trans people, we're kind of forced to learn about it because we end up in debates about it, and it's quite easy to debunk a lot of these. Things yeah, well, because... if he if he's uh, if he's willing, we can we can get a copy of that podcast and stick it out on Gender Neb. Yeah, well, he might he, he might not give us the entirety it. of it. But... Well, we can link to it in some way. Well, the thing is, it's it in two like parts. Quite interesting. We talked for three hours. Three hours, good grief! Three hours. That's not a podcast; it's a series. Yeah, but he's doing it in two parts. But the thing is about it is, I can only ever talk about my personal experience because what you've got to remember is trans people. We're not the experts in our own experience. We can we can have opinions on it. We can have our own view on it. But as a yeah. medical, codified, psychological, and social, and a philosophical, and all that, we not don't necessarily have to be the experts in it. You don't even have to have an opinion on it to be trans. It just happens to be I I like to flesh out those ideas, and uh, I like to think about them. But mm. you've got to do it in good faith. If there is going to be an argument about trans inclusion or tra trans acceptance it can't come from people like sex matters or the lgb alliance what is it lgb alliance so it can't come from them it's got to come from people who understand why we why we why we do accept by and large society has done the risk assessment on trans people it's done the work it's done it over 100 years and that is why we have the laws we have it's not cuz uh, one there's one trans rapist now or there might be a few there might be a whole army of trans rapists for all i know but we're not we're not we're basing it on years and years and years and years of law and you just don't undo that because we have a, a, a political climate where you where and a media that is ex exploiting those arguments so i can say to you vicky 
um, like so, uh, say there's a a trans athlete, and we we see she's winning everything. We oh she's really strong. Oh my god, she's winning. Everything. What we can have that conversation. Say oh god, this this isn't fair anymore. But that hasn't happened. If it was happening, no. we'd so be talking about it. Because we see these instances all the time where they put somebody out there into the media, like Sharon Davis, and they 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 think they are the moral authority. I'm sure in Sharon Davis's head she thinks she's right, but the point is we don't order society that way, and these things filter down to the amateur level of sports and then down into society. Because if sport means anything, it's about humanity. It's about community it's about mental health i've swam i swim with my friends i've i've done uh i've done sea swimming with the, nobody's there really to beat anyone we have a bit of a competition it's all a bit of a laugh and we might win something but the point of it is mental health it's about making yourself better feeling good about yourself feeling good about your body feeling good about other people and that is the thing that they want to deny trans people it's not me being olympic swimmer which would never happen. Maybe one in a million trans women might do that. It's about excluding trans people from the idea of the humane idea that you can strive and be the best person you can be. And they hate that because it's also called self-actualization. It's about being, it's about overcoming odds. It's about striving. It's about seeing a goal at the end of the road and being strong enough to reach it. And people like Mayor Forstarter and Helen Joyce don't see that because their cold, dead eyes can't see it. Bingo. Okay. <laughs> Have you finished? That was like a long rant there. Jeez, I couldn't even get a word in. I'm sorry about that, but I, that had to come out. <laughs> Not going to That's... mention any names. I think you had a few names in there. That... No, but they're, they're famous people. That... Uh, that has been building up with me for about a week. <laughs> you had verbal diarrhea for a minute, then. All right, a couple it's of. Not, it's not like, Vicky, it's not yep, diarrhea. Yep, yep. A couple of it's comments. Pure rainbows coming out of me. Rainbows, verbal <laughs> rainbows. Um, Erin and, Zo and Zoe have made national personalities thanks to haters. I mean, that is one of the good things that came out of being so, um, you know, visible. In the news for those two. I mean, it's actually made them famous. Can you imagine? So that, that that's Make probably famous. That's, that's probably a good <laughs> some good news that's coming out of that situation, at least. At least everybody knows who yeah. they are and they, they give them more time. Um what else have we got here? We've got uh Victoria Elizabeth. What? Victoria Elizabeth. I years, if I was famous, I'd be dangerous. You are dangerous. Years ago I used to get people hanging around near my house because they had um See me on the internet and social media in those days. I don't know how they found their way there. Yeah, I mean, we've got to be careful about people actually knowing where we live. Can you imagine? Um, well, I've, I've got, a, I have got a water cannon. Have you? You got a loudspeaker too. You could kind of blast that. Out. <laughs> um, Alexandra Lily White uh, says she's late. Good to see you're okay, Frida. Three hours yeah, is definitely a mini series. Yes. Do you know what this has been? This is therapy for me. You know, yeah. sitting here and talking, waffling on like this is like therapy because I've, I, I mean, I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> I shouldn't really admit this. I talk to myself and I go, Frida, why are you so, why, why are you so intense all the time? <laughs> that was pretty. That was a pretty intense. Uh... Little rant you had there. You say, um, just think about what my mum has to put up with. Oh, your poor mum. When she brings the Daily Mail home. I hope you pay her one. 
I have to go through the Daily Mail with a red pen and point out every single lie. And then she goes, I only wanted to see guy. Is she kind of aware of what's been going on? And is she, do, you, do you keep posted with all this stuff? Do you keep like, mum, this is no, happening? Well, this, um, knows... Can you just watch this? Can, can you look? Can you read this? Do you, do you kind of go through it with her? My mum doesn't know that. She she sees when I'm on the TV because she watches. See, my mum is the kind of person. She's, she's like, she's like just why, a... why did you say that, Frida? <laughs> <laughs> she she watches Piers Morgan and she watches um, Nick Ferrari uh, or listens to Nick Ferrari. She, she likes that kind of thing because she finds it, I think she finds it entertaining. So that's why it means something for me to go into those spaces because it makes my mum understand what I'm about. And and when I do that, it's not just my mum because there are a lot of mums out there. There are a lot of people like my mum watching things like that. And I think I want to get in the way of those conversations. I'm not in an echo chamber and because of my upbringing, I've had, you know what I mean? I don't have like a liberal upbringing. I, it, I, my, me being trans was the kind of just the, 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 the way I got into what you would call left-wing politics. If I'd just been not, not been trans, I'd probably just be like every arsehole transphobe you see on, on Twitter. You know, it's like it would never have occurred to me because I've had to look at this stuff and educate myself. But my family are not really on board with with the kind of news that I read doesn't mean they have any problem with me. Obviously they, they accept me and you know, they're, they're totally respectable, but they do read the daily mail. They read uh, crap and they watch shit on TV. And, I, and when I'm watching TV with my sister, she just tells me to shut up because I know when she's, watching, you well. when she's watching question time, I can name every single person on that panel. And if I ask her, <laughs> she, she doesn't know. So we're getting some comments about that was really inspiring, Frida. Um, I love a good Frida rant. <laughs> Get back down the right. police I, station. I, I know I'm talking a lot. I know I'm talking a lot over you, Vicky, at this time because I'm just letting uh, you have the. I, I'm letting you have the floor because I know, I know, I know you I need, do, to, I, need to get out of your I system. Know, I think. I think you should so, just keep in. T- you know, well, I do. I, like, you know, if you do go a bit too far, to- I can deploy the. <laughs> you know the cards if I need to. You can't really so, see them, on the- and I can mute oh. you if I want to, but I'm not going to. Yeah. No, when reports um, tears the HSI and media a new one. Yes, Sarah Warner, welcome. Um, I've not had a chance to read up on that one yet. I don't know if you have, Frida, but I've not. I, I've, it's on my list of things to read before we do Sunday Pod. I've not had a chance to go through all that yet. I know it's been all over Twitter. Um, I need to get. I need to go up to speed on that one. Well, um, have you heard much on no, that? We, no, but I'm saving it because I need. I, I've not had a chance to look at news properly. And no, I it's been a start... busy. I've been busy with work. I've been busy keeping you sane, and um, yeah, that's enough, really. Yeah, I just like so. Yeah, to go back to the main topic. Like, I think we've all experienced. Like everybody in this chat, or anybody, yeah, even I'm if sure they're not, tra- even if they're not trans, they'll have been in a situation where you've just had a go at somebody, or they've had a go at you for no reason. So, really. do you, just... I mean, you you probably don't because you're you're kind of you know you're very kind of into it at the moment and you you know you go on tv you do things i mean somebody who doesn't who's not quite as visible as you and you are visible if you go on tv i mean there's no getting away from it um i'm not so much twitter because anybody can be on twitter i mean it's not you know you you get into a lot of fights on twitter but tv is the thing that makes you very visible i'm just i'm just wondering you know there might there might be people who are thinking oh i want to go on tv but you know be careful because it's a you know the some of the some of the reaction you'll get afterwards yeah. will be coming at you fast right. and furiously. 
well, you some, need to sometimes be really careful yeah, about yeah. what happens afterwards. I mean, I've experienced yeah. it only on mums now. I've not experienced a TV reaction because I've not mm. been on TV. But, well, you know, that was bad enough. I had to get the police yeah. involved. Um, you know, look at what's been happening to India Willoughby and others. Mm. It's getting worse. It's definitely, yeah, it's oh, it's definitely, definitely getting worse. I mean, a couple of years ago, you wouldn't be hearing so much about people getting death threats, and now it's becoming a common, becoming a common yeah. thing. If you're if you're I, I, a well known trans person who's you know visible on media, you've got to be careful. Yeah, so I would say like because everything's more amplified now, and everything's so much faster moving, then people mm. talk about things more. So say you're somebody that's never been bothered with trans people i'd never known you're suddenly exposed to it from twitter so somebody that would have never ever read about trans people never have even seen a picture of a trans person a lot of men would because they would have looked for us in porn let's face it but um what what's happened now with twitter they'll see dylan mulvaney suddenly thrown at them oh, yeah. and I mean, they don't know what to they, they think it's like they think it's like the end of the world because they've I never mean, had to think of... I mean, you just look at what <laughs> happened with dylan mulvaney i mean that's gone yeah. from you know one can of beer in one little kind of post, beer. what is one can of beer in one little post on, um, yeah, I'm not sure where it was, where it was now. Was it on her, um, it wasn't Twitter, was it? It was, was it Instagram yeah. on her Instagram account? Yeah, yeah, it was. It's so, on I mean, TikTok. that one, that one, I know she's got a lot of followers. I think, I think she did that on Instagram. But look at, look at what's happened from that since then and how it's escalated and, you know, and spread to other companies. And it's just gone absolutely mad. I mean, she's probably been getting death threats. Um, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But you see, the thing is with that, like uh, everything's, like I said, fast moving. You just, you only have to look at TikTok. Like when I when I first signed up for TikTok, it was like, it's like imagine Tally, but speeded up to number eleven, and it's just this reel going round and round and round. It's like, so you you, you kind of algorithmically kind of see the things. What it, what what tends to happen with TikTok? And I think with all social media, really, it shows you the things you hate and the things you love, not really anything in the middle of that, because that's what is algorithmically uh, hot, because you will argue with people with things you dislike strongly, and then you will bond with people with things you dislike, uh, which you like strongly, but there's no nuance in it. So you're going to come head to head with somebody that's completely transphobic with somebody that is trans and there's not going to be a, that's not going to be a good outcome. So, so there are moderates within that conversation probably, but because those two people have met like that, they can't understand the debate now because you've got people on the trans side that are so vehemently angry because obviously our rights are being taken away. It's hard to get healthcare quite rightly that we're angry Mm -hmm. with somebody that's just posting transphobic content all day. Now, obviously it's very hard for trans people then to communicate to somebody moderate that we're right. When somebody who's on the trans side, if I don't like to think about size, but on a social media scale, there's definitely a side. When somebody is tr- on the trans side of the debate is really angry and quite rightly sending, you know, F you this, F you that to somebody like who's just managed to try to get into a debate. So that's the problem. Um, with social media so where there could have been a debate uh it will get drowned out by the noisiest people so because i've been into these twitter spaces you know like um you know these little tr- ch- uh, twitter chat spaces and what tends to happen is the, the most forceful opinions are the most extreme and and the other listeners are just who may be moderate don't feel like 
they can get in because it most people are not you know extreme they they just want to perhaps learn something or they perhaps want they might know somebody who's trans and that's how they've got into the debate so when they make a mistake and and come into the but it's not a mistake to come into a debate but they come into a debate and then get something wrong then they get piled on because it's like oh no you they, you know why are you saying that you must be you must be this you must be right wing you must be left wing that's it that's the problem so cuz i don't buy this left wing right wing thing anymore because the two things are not like on social media they don't mean anything like politically my, my background my, my family and my especially my brother when i talk about my brother i can't he was involved in some serious right wing stuff right and i, I, I and but I, he's still my brother do you know what i mean he still mm. looked after me the reason i was kind of protected when i was young was cuz my brother was people knew who my brother was so it was really hard for me to square his racism and his homophobia which would have been transphobia as well with me. But when he saw me... I mean, you make, just... you, you kind of raise an interesting point about, you know, how how our kind of opinions change over time. And it's kind of... I mean, you know, I'm thinking like social media has a big in, has had a big impact on that. You know, we're seeing now, you know, with, with Musk in charge of Twitter, how yeah, that's, that's changed. A disaster. I mean, that's Total completely disaster. changed, hasn't it? It's gone, it's gone totally transphobic, really, now, if you, if you see what's going on well, um, why why is it Let you know i've, say, I've why... reported accounts this week and one or two have been shut down but there's been periods where i've reported things and just nothing happens and i don't and it's been worse since um Musk see i don't worse. like to i don't like to report the, the other thing i was going to say was you know when you when you were like you know like 30 years ago let's say your attitudes towards i don't know towards trans people has that has that changed over time for you? Have you have you has that attitude um, developed? No, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a real world example about why because you know this, prior prior yeah, to coming yeah. out we you yeah. know we may have had completely kind of yeah. if we were to examine those attitudes today we might think oh god mm. I, I used to think like that. Yeah. You see, you see the problem for me is like most people like in my social life and in my professional life and in whatever interactions they don't care if I'm trans or not. They might, they might know I'm trans, but and if they ask me about it, I've got no problem with it. If somebody wants to talk about what it was like coming out, if, they, if they're asking genuinely, I have no problem with that. Well, the problem is if you're in an office or you're in a building or you have to share space with somebody and they bring the Daily Mail in and the, the, the front page is about a trans rapist, you feel like that is about you. And it isn't. It's got nothing to do yeah, with you. But yeah. well, because the word trans and because I'm the only trans person in that room and they know that's something that I, I uh, that is political for me, they'll ask my opinion on it. Now, that is what I'm talking about. So when you put the news, like say I've been in, I've been in hospital waiting rooms with people and, uh, you know, when I've been having to speak to nurses and stuff and, and they have like screens on with BBC News. Yeah. And I was TV sat news. talking. Yeah. I was sat talking to a. I was talking to a doctor actually. I, I can't. Obviously, I don't want to go into details about that. But uh, we're talking about me and um, like what it was like coming out in in while working. And just behind me, a story flashed up on the news about trans people. Now, am I expected to answer to that? Am I expected to have an opinion on that? Well, we we are around. expected to have opinion on everything, by the way. I mean, that's the that seems to be the way it works with a lot of yeah, yes, yeah, so, so, people. So, the, the kind of you're you're their token so, trans person, and you have to answer all their questions. Yeah, yeah I do point, get that the, quite a lot. The point I'm making is like I'm there in a normal social situation, 
the trans bit doesn't really matter about me in that. But there's a screen the size of a cinema behind me with trans. I can't remember what the story trans, was whatever. now. So like, yeah. Trans sports person in, you know, in debate with the. Uh, and I can, you know, you know, the kind of thing. Yeah, and it feels like the entire room's looking at you, doesn't it? Yeah, and then I'm that trans person, right? Because yeah. they'll sell, yeah. you know. But they may as well just put you on the TV, basically, is what you're saying. So now you know how it feels for black people. Now you know how it feels for immigrants. Now you know yeah, how it feels very for anybody, yeah. anybody yeah. that is a subject of a news story because it isn't white people. It, they, you know, they are not codified that way. It's not cis people and it's not heterosexual it's people. It's, yeah. They don't say heterosexual murderer, do they? They don't, they don't. say cis murderer. They don't, no. they don't say... They, don't, they might say white murderer, but do you know why they might say that? It's because he's involved with a black person. That's the only reason. And that's why but we challenge that narrative. It's got nothing to do with defending being trans. It's about understanding where we fit in the media. Yeah, and, and these Sarah, that, Sarah Jane Barker just popped up. Saying hello. Hey, Sarah Jane. Um, any other comments? A few comments from I Victoria need to speak Elizabeth to Sarah, there. actually. I, I think, need to speak to let Sarah. Let me just read out Elizabeth, Victoria Elizabeth's comments. job I wanted to do. Let me, let me read out Victoria Elizabeth's comments. Um, not, sure I, not sure I agree, actually. In olden days, trans people used, I think, to be to attacked together, I think you mean there, um, physically. A lot, but they didn't have the social media that would get their story told. Mm. Oh, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying. Yeah. I and think, then I think, there's, um... there's more. Let me continue. Okay, in those days, trans people would uh, tell each other on the on the trans internet mm -hmm. chat sites, but I wasn't really. It, but it wasn't really largely reported, so cis people and wider public got to know about these stories. Um, they didn't get to hear about these stories, I think, what she means, yeah. Um, now, trans stories are seen as a novelty with a crazy weirdo involved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's, I mean, it's, there's always been that sort of sideshow, freak show yeah, thing about yeah, exactly. Because I, yeah. I remember seeing shows on, T on Channel 4 that were supposed to be quite celebratory about queer life and stuff, but... They always felt a bit like, oh, we, we, we're sneaking into, we, we're curtain twitching into somebody else's world. They do the same with sex workers. They do the same with, you know, anything on the margins. They'll, they'll have a journalist who's quite prissy and like fairly middle class looking. And I don't know you look middle class, but do you know what I mean? If they look fairly heteronormative and they'll go into some kind of, oh, look at me, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a tourist in a weird world. It's like, no, just respect people that are different. You know, you don't have to be like some kind of explorer. It's like it's like they're doing some kind of um, what's it called, Vicky? When you study cultures and different countries, you know, like anthropo something. Anthropologist, you mean? Yeah, it's like they're they're the, they they become sort of a pop yeah, anthropologist sort of. looking into other people's worlds, and that's how I felt trans people were portrayed a lot of the time because they'd send like a, a cis white woman to go and talk to trans people and try and understand something instead of letting the trans people have that floor and talk about themselves and not be led by some kind of director that wants a cheeky little. Uh, mm. gotcha moment or but the thing is with these pro <laughs> what i know you know when you channel... go on the tv that happens all the time it's always about the producer wants to you know the, yeah. the, that they're only having you on because they want to kind of capture on video that story they, they know they're going to get out of you and then they can use it against the community in a way because it goes out on that yeah. tv channel yeah i, I so am, you I kind am of you kind of become a 
you get used by those TV channels like, you know, GB I don't, News in that see, way, although it may not right. feel like it, but they can use it in that way. Yeah, so you yeah, have to be really, this is why I always say when you go on these things, mm-hmm. don't get drawn into the conversation with the host. But I don't. Um... Make your points. Just go in, make your points, keep making your points until they stop asking the question, you know. Because yeah. I, mean, I have asked. I know we I talk been... about Peter Tatchell <laughs> quite a lot on this pod, but I think the way he, if you ever watched him in an interview, he kind of ignores the the bullshit that's coming out of the interviewer, and he just yeah, repeats yeah, yeah. his points, repeats his point. He's really good at that. I think mm-hmm. that well, I think that's that a really good example how to do it. There was that interview on GB News with the you know I was just, we were talking about the uh, the coronation protests, mm. and I can't, there was a girl on. He got into a real I think, argument I I'm not sure with Piers Morgan I actually. Think she, I'm not sure how she identifies, to be honest, because I've not looked at the. I think detail, she's non-binary. But... I've seen that. Yeah. 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 She, she's a, a young person with glasses, short hair. Uh, she was on the. She was on the. She was on the couch with um, Dan Wooten, who I have spoken to. I yeah, spoke Dan to Wooten. Dan Wooten. It was Dan Wooten. And, some, uh, some lady, Lady V. Well, I'm she, not sure who she. Let is. me just do. You talk a minute. I'm going to find this. Yeah, it was because... it was Dan Wooten, Lady V, and that's the one. Individual. I don't and remember. She had the audacity. But there was also there was a, there was another. Similar thing with the same girl, same non-binary person. Sorry, with Piers Morgan. With Piers Morgan and um, Peter Tatchell. So that it was, but they were talking about the same things. I mean, they they were really good on that show. They were really good on you both, see, actually. They made some remember, really good points. Yeah. Do you remember last Thursday? P- Peter and um, Piers got into it a little bit, but Peter yeah. Tatchell, he was just like, "These are the points." Keep repeating yeah. them. Keep repeating. Really, it's, I mean, I'm not sure I agree with everything Peter stands for, but um, he's you know we've we spoke about that in the past. But the way he does things, the way he does interviews, the way he process, I really kind of think that's probably one of the. Yeah, best I mean, ways he's effective. He's effective, Very effective in that. Yeah. And uh, but you see, I, you remember last Thursday, I got a call, didn't I, from uh, Talk TV? Yeah. Uh, Piers Morgan's producer wanted me to go on, mm-hmm. and I didn't do it because we'd already agreed to do this. Yeah, and he Obviously, said, you know, anybody... I pay more, so you know. I mean, <laughs> but I've got—I would have no fear of going on and and being on with Piers Morgan because my only position is ever: Why are you asking this question now? Who does it serve? What is the what is your motivation? Because and Piers Morgan, interestingly, has been in the news this week because he's, you know, that phone hacking scandal. Mm-hmm. Now he's always denied that he knew about it when he worked. Well, in that's the come up because of the Prince Harry. Well, this is why cases, we've been. So yeah. why have we been seeing all these stories about Meghan and Harry? Why have we been seeing that so often? Why is it when you put on talk TV that they well, always have some... the coronation, this 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 legal case? It's all over the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but know. it's not going to go well for Piers Morgan. This. No, no, it's not. I, 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 I mean, the... I don't know. I have no knowledge of what Piers Morgan actually did. I don't know what the truth is. Um, I don't know. No, I, I, I'm not going to speculate. Uh, yeah, on we, that. Can't, we can't. We can't really speculate on that. But one thing is for sure that Piers Morgan is the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put it past him if, you want, if that's what you mean. Um, yeah. So, so, so Sarah, um... Sarah's made a comment about Peter Tatchell is a snake. Now I understand. Oh now, yeah, I understand that because we did talk about this on a previous pod. I think, I think he made he's made some. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Some comments in yeah. the past, in the long distance. Yeah, past. I mean, people people but, make yeah. people say things in the past. I, don't, and, and I think I, you need to when you read that, you need to understand what he's really saying. Mm. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't. It's he. he 
as far as I'm aware, I'm aware Peter Tatchell has never hurt anybody. He has never, ever been involved in any crime. And as far as that, so so if somebody's involved in a crime and it's proven that, that yeah, I might have an opinion on that. And But until then, to me, because they're a voice out there, it, it, I support it. And I don't want to have an argument about what could or could not be. If and a, he's if going to be court... speaking at that Chippen, um, Chippenham Pride event that's coming up. Uh, that trans and cis people organise. He's see, speaking this, at that, so mm, they won't be having him on if he wasn't. He wasn't one of the good guys. See, this goes back to like for this hate, you know, on on social media because when Peter Tatchell does say something relevant, when he does make a good point, when he is effective, they go back to the one instance when he wasn't, and they'll 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 use that repeatedly against him. So when I was on Talk TV. When I was just saying, I wasn't. I'm not even saying anything controversial. They all all they'll do is pick on the way I look, say I look like a man, say I've got a deep voice, or they'll just find every other thing about me that isn't actually listening to the words I'm saying, because they don't care about what I'm saying, right? So that's that's the thing. If you if you're effective, don't expect the people that hate you to change their minds. It's not their minds I want to change. It's like I I don't care about those people. What matters to me is that that my, now my voice is out there. Whether I said absolutely everything perfectly or whether I was whether I was absolutely on the money, my voice is permanently out there on that on that that TV station. So that maybe in the maybe in a while in the future, when I look back on that, I can say, "Oh my God, we're in a worse position now, or we're in a better position now." But what I said would still be true, and what that host said and what the guest said would either be more important because it's because we're more entrenched in transphobia or it's irrelevant because that because people have realized what they mm -hmm. were about i hope it's the latter my, my hope is and i think most people in this country are decent people they either don't give a shit or they're decent people i prefer the don't give a shits mainly because they're the ones that vote <laughs> sarah warner makes a good comment here um interviewers don't like you, you turn the spotlight on them expect them to howl you down i mean piers morgan is famous for that i mean piers morgan uses all the emotional arguments you know, he doesn't he doesn't like, like somebody getting one over on him does he? he not he does not no. like that at all he'll never back down he'll never admit yeah. he's wrong he'll just keep going mm -hmm. um that's real that's really i mean you think about it, that's a really a it's a really bad quality for someone who's supposed to be doing an interview you know the, it not, makes them look so so stupid when they do that but they're not there to have a reasonable discussion. They're there to provide entertainment. Well, yeah, they're I mean, to, you have to remember what there, show he's on. You know, they're there for the advertisers. They're there to sell pure cremation and KFC, not have a conversation about transphobia. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, so So I'm fully aware of that when I go, because it's like I've spoken to them. They said, they went, right, this is, uh, you know, I've spoken to Sarah Jane Baker about this because I said, I'm going to mm -hmm. come to London soon and I, I want to meet up with you and we're going to go to Talk TV because they have invited me. But the thing is, with that, you have to be fully aware you're a, you're along for the right. You're not there to have a debate about trans people that's going to end in a in a, in a like a like a philosophical discussion. You're there to spar with them, and 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 the only way to do that is to expose the reason they're doing it. So instead of talking about like talk, they might come to you and say, "Do you want to talk about?" They'll ring me up and say, "Oh, there's a sports person that's trans, and she's uh, you know whatever." That's not that's not really the subject, is it? The subject is trans exclusion and its place in the media, because it's happening in the media. It's not happening. Yeah, but you know, if you get if you get a bit of a warning about what the topic is, you can you can get those kind of points that you want to make on that. But you but you know, people have write them down on a list and and read yeah. them out. You know, as when as and when it comes up. Okay, I'll give you an example. I was talking to my mom earlier, 
And she said to me, oh, no, do you know what, Frida? People are always going to have different opinions to you and you've just got to get on with life. And if you go battling everyone you meet, you'll never have a, you know, and I, I totally understand what she's saying because she's thinking about my mental health. But the thing is, they, my my mum thinks it's a debate with sides that are reasonable and it's not. It's about people that want to reduce our, our civil rights. So uh, the only demonstration of this, like if, if you do, you know, you know, people that say, oh, what's J.K. Rowling said that's transphobic? How can she be? Like if I mention J.K. Rowling to my mum, she has absolutely she just thinks of her as a nice lady that wrote a children's book. But the, all you have to do is search the hashtag. I stand with J.K. Rowling on Twitter and that will reveal to you what she's actually doing. Now, if she was a decent person, if she was that nice lady that just wanted to write for children, she would call that out immediately. She would say, I don't want anything to do with this. This, is what, this isn't what I am. I'm, I'm a wholesome person. I'm Katie Alsop. <laughs> but she doesn't do that. What does she do? She amplifies the people that do it. She, she pays for the, the promotion that people amplify it. And she pays for people to go into the media. She's and she takes them all out for an expensive lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she'll she'll drink she'll drink she'll drink uh, fifty quid bottles of wine with um, you know well-to-do ladies that just have no other interest in but in uh, authoritarian conservatism and Christian fascism, which I, that is what it is. And and so so if she was that good person, do, do you think she might just go, oh my god? What have I created here? But she never does that, does well, she? So when I, think, I say that to I my, think that, when I say that to I think my that, mom, you know that podcast that was done about. Oh, Vicky, you just stopped me landing that point. Go on, land your point. That when could I have talk been a about nice, my mum. <laughs> that could have been a nice segment for you. When I talk about my mum, <laughs> go on. You can finish it. Go on, finish it. It's all right. It's it. all right. I was going to say when I meant. See, that is what my mom understands when I say. But when when you say to my mum, Twitter, she'll say, "Oh, delete it," <laughs> which, <laughs> which, you, which I have done. done. So you can tell your mum you've done that. There you go. <laughs> Come on, Auntie Vicky. What did you want to say? I don't know. I can't remember now. <laughs> the, the thought doesn't so last like, that long, like, you know. Like, so I, I feel sorry for Vicky today because I am on fire today. I feel sorry like, for Vicky all the time, to be honest. I'm I'm not. I am all. I'm you. I'm always like this, but usually I can manage to regulate it because I, I feel like I talk. Vicky's told me off. Okay, well we've you. let you. We you know we've let you come on. We've let you have this rant. We've I'm going to have a smoke kind of now. I'll let, let the steam your, your, off from your week. Um, right, I'll tell you what, Vicky, it's your time to shine. Having a smoke. <laughs> well, I'm going to join what you. you because... What have you got for us? What have you got, got for us? Got this. How's that? It's okay. Yeah. Problem is now I can't see anything. Do you know what? Because I haven't got my glasses on. I've just got this. Do you know what? Do you know I've been thinking about recently? Maybe I should put those over the top. What do you think? It's been playing on my mind. Actually, that works. I can see now. She's not listening, is she? I can see through my. Yeah, that works. I can see that. Vicky, do you know what I've been thinking about recently? What? And it's been playing on my mind. Surprise me. Does jet fuel melt steel beams? Because I, I, I don't think I, melt steel I don't think, Yes, it will do. I, I don't think nine eleven right was what we thought it was. Oh God, we're not going down the conspiracy theory. No, no, no. Listen, listen to me now, right? Do you think that people who don't have any military training or anything like that could could orchestrate a, a, such a perfect attack on America like that? Um, Is that realistic? I th- what, I, what I actually think about 9-11 is that they didn't expect the buildings to collapse. 
I think they you were just wanted to. It. I think they just wanted to fly two aircraft into those two buildings, and that was that was kind of the the extent of what they tried to do. Plus the other aircraft that crashed. I don't think well, anybody was expecting seriously for both of those mm. um, buildings to collapse. That's, well, you know, you, that's what I think. You know, my, I mean, that's just dad, maybe right. maybe it had been the kind of researched into it, and yeah, well, it's going to melt the beams, and it's well. I don't think they would know that. And even if it did melt those beams, it wouldn't make the whole building collapse like a stack well, of cards. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think they realised that was going to happen. You know, you know, my dad was a pilot, yeah, 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 and he told me that every flight is tracked, no matter where it is. Yeah, the they're world. tracked, of course. Every flight, every air traffic controller knows where every plane is every second of every day mm -hmm. so why did they let that why did they let those two planes go off course for that long well they probably weren't expecting them to be flown into buildings but 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 they could have been intercepted well there is there are kind of thoughts that one of them was um but we'll never know mm -hmm. Well, on that note, <laughs> so so what? I mean, I'm not going to get into 9/11 conspiracy the, the theories. Reason, That's just the reason, the reason, the reason, politically and economically, and all that is the reason where we're at now is because of that. I think because like you had 9/11, you had the stock market crash, the banking bailout, you you had the you know everything was bailed out. The economy doesn't mean anything anymore. Then mm. you've got COVID, and then the Western governments have no. They just they're just running on, on they're running without it's like it's like the plane running out without uh, an engine they think they're still flying but it's just getting close to the ground and soon it's going to hit the ground and they and, you know what I mean that's that then it started then <laughs> and the world what? is flat uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah the flat earthers what I've flat earthers, to say. flat earthers yeah so, yeah we don't I don't think we really want to turn gender neb into a conspiracy. But that's what caused all this transgender madness, Vicky. I'm telling you. <laughs> so you know, if, if jet if jet fuel can melt steel beams, then men can become ladies. <laughs> so, so it wasn't it wasn't you that caused all the madness. It was these other things, was it? Now that's what's because no nothing means anything anymore. That's it. We live in a world where nothing words don't mean anything. It's anymore, all Vicky. meaningless. Yeah, no. Everybody knows the price of uh, everything yeah, and the value of nothing. Sarah, good point from Sarah. Steel columns don't need to melt to bring down a building. They only need to buckle. Yes. Oh, what do you see? Okay, sorry. Uh, everything I said there was rubbish. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, the world when, is I, a pudding I, bowl. When I first started getting online, I started to follow Alex Jones, you know, the ranty oh, man. Oh, God, talk about... And I used to enjoy things. watching Alex Jones. Do you know why? Because I liked, I liked his energy. I didn't. I, I knew he was. I knew he was a wrong one. And uh, did you I, ever I watch what... the time when Piers Morgan and him were having a go at yeah, each other yeah. about gun control? In, yeah, in I remember. This, oh, this is when Piers nice. Morgan used yeah. to do. He took over he, he from tried to have an uh, Larry show, King, didn't he? He, he took yeah. over the Larry King show, and he used to. His his only Sammy, talking point on most of the Larry again. King you show after after he took over was firearms. That's all Piers Morgan spoke about for about three years when he was doing that show. Yeah, he's right. Though. I think that actually was one of the reasons why he left the states because. Be, do you know that was one of the few times? That was one of the few times I read some respect for Piers Morgan because going to America and talking about gun control is a big deal. Yeah, at the time I thought, you know, yeah, Piers, you're saying the right thing here because you're talking about gun control, and America just ignores that. Mm. And I know it's probably 
people in the States who watch this, who listen to do, this. And do you know what? Your, your guns in the States, American people, you have so many. Need, they need some proper gun controls. There's so many mass shootings now that we don't even, they're not, they've they become, they're there's not news. Hundreds. They're not, hundreds. They're not even big news anymore. It's yeah. like, it's got to a stage there was where. Two, there was two incidents last week in Texas. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's literally been hundreds so far this year. So, this, so, so you know what? Because this, I'm trying to relate this to the topic. I know it's really difficult to to wedge 9-11 and mass shootings into Apparently Sarah's, a Apparently Sarah's off to have a swim in the Thames. Okay, Sarah, enjoy. <laughs> enjoy that. Enjoy that. Take, I hope you're wearing a rubber suit. Um, a full body condom. <laughs> he ran for his um, scabby life. Yes, he did. He ran for his scabby life. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, going back to Alex Jones, you know, like people like that, if you think about it, that was the beginning of where we are now because, you know, ranting on YouTube and and, and it's it's entertaining, it's political, but I think most people watching Alex Jones at the time I was were doing it because he's entertaining. Like, can't you turn the frickin' frogs gay? It's like... it's hilarious. Even though behind him, there's this whole people, the people watching him that really are that mad. You know, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, uh, Posey Parker. You know, people watch her because she's, you know, she's, she's entertaining. So you don't have it's to believe the words you're saying. There's something, there's something compellingly entertaining about somebody that's that mad about something. That's that's, why, and, and, this is why people watch us because you're mad. But, you know? but you see, like I did say, I think previously, like the Dylan Mulvaney thing is very similar to the Kelly J. Keane, Posey Parker thing, whatever her name is this week. The the thing is <laughs> that they're providing a kind of polarized kind of entertainment. So for some people, it's Dylan Mulvaney. And for some people, it's Kelly J. Keane. But they, they provide the same service in a way. It's like online content. But it, but the, the big difference is that Dylan Mulvaney is wholesome. You know, children like watching that. You know, that you would you would you it would you would be no problem if, if a, a six year old watched Dylan Mulvaney, as far as I'm concerned, because there's no, you know, I know there are right wingers that are, will absolutely uh, shout at me for saying that, but there's nothing wrong with what Dylan Mulvaney does. Whereas with Kelly J. Keane, it's it's that it's that kind of there's something malevolent and malignant about what she does that you wouldn't want to expose a child to because it can change you, your perception of the world, you know, and, and it's and for in, in a bad way. Whereas what Dylan Mulvaney does, it's a kind of joyous kind of celebration of being daft, running around and, you know, um, make it. It's a kind of ridiculous celebration of humanity, isn't it? So, so, and, so, talking about joy, um, we'll be watching the Eurovision Song Contest this weekend. Yeah, I, I've been watching a few of the bits. I've watched, that was I watched a, the first semi-final. Is there another one tonight? Is there another one tonight? Yeah, I, I just, just noticed say, the time. We've been going for an hour and ten. Can I just say, uh, you mm. just made the weirdest segue ever. Yeah, I know. You? I just thought I'd... You know, because you were like, talking about joyous stuff, in a way. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a joyous thing, isn't it? The um, uh, Eurovision yeah. coming up. Eurovision. Yeah, I I don't you actually watch know it live on Saturday. I'm, I I watch I'll watch it with my mum, and, and she'll just laugh at everything. Because I mean, that's so what there was. I think it was was it Monday night. There was a semi final. I think there's. Is there another one today? It's going on all week, isn't it? Is it every bumps. night. I don't know. But yeah, I'll I'll, I'll have a look. I See, tried to get good. tickets. Yeah, and it's sold out. Everything's sold out within about sold three, out within minutes, three hours. 
yeah. I've just managed to sort out a festival though for for summer uh, next month. Actually, it's, oh god, it feels like it's ages off, but it's actually next month. I'm DJing at the Blue Dot Festival. Where's that? It's at Jodrell Bank, you know, oh, Cheshire, right. where the big dish is. Mm-hmm. The big dish, yeah. Well, I'm not. It's not me, DJ. I'm 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 uh, helping out really, but I like to tell people it's me because you know because <laughs> I'm I'm the DJ's assistant really, but um, yeah. I like so you're carrying like... you're carrying the bags and the tables. Is that what you saying? I do, I do a bit, yeah. But but I, I get to go on stage and dance about and press play. <laughs> That's my hey, job. Watch the space. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it, it's time to um, it's time to wrap this baby up. Oh no! Come on, I've got loads of rants to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Should, okay. Should we save I... the rants for next time? I feel yeah. as though I'm getting more incoherent. Other people have to go and have their tea and. Have Do you know what? It's really nice. To pe- it's nice to see people in the chat, and um, you know, it's been a really weird week for me, and this is my only kind of contact with people who I used to know on Twitter. Yes. So, thank you for reconnecting, and I'll get, I'll be in touch with the people I need to do. If you want, to, if you can't get hold of, um. Frida, for whatever reason, you can get hold of me on Twitter, Vicky Hodges thirty two, and I'll forward the message. No problem. Thank you. Connect you. Okay, I'm gonna have some so, pizza now. Are we gonna do the song? Oh gosh, the song. Right, the okay. song. Right, we try and do this every time we do a podcast, and it never works. So I don't expect yeah. it to do. And we have an eighteen page report to go and read. Just, that is a good point. Just hold on. Let me try this. Right, I'm going to do... What I'm have going you done do here? Another... You've not done a pre-recording, have you? Not quite. <laughs> Go on, keep talking. <laughs> I'm just wondering what you're doing. I'm... Right, you ready? Because we've got, we've got to do it in a in, in time this time. Because you always... you you don't you, The thing with you, Vicky, is you don't understand notation, you don't understand timing, and you don't understand harmony. I don't understand you either. Well, that, that's another question. <laughs> Well, as, whereas I'm classically trained. So are you ready? So I'll count you in. It's, okay. Don't forget to subscribe. All right. Okay. Are we going to do it right this time? Yeah. Because I want to get it right for the 50th. We've got to do okay. 50th episode. We'll get soon. it right for next time. Don't worry. Are Five you ready? Parties. Yeah. One, two. Don't. Oh, don't. shit. <laughs> don't. Wait. wait, wait. Let's try again. Let's try again. Wait. Because I'm, I'm trying to record it. Sorry. Right. Are you ready? One, yeah. two. Three, don't, don't forget, forget to subscribe, to subscribe. love. Oh. Well, you... Forget to subscribe. Oh. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> the kind of thing. Don't forget to subscribe. You only hear you, can't hear me. Anyway. Well, that'll do. Yeah, Fuck that God feels on. like what's been happening all night, really. Anyway, um, it's a real it's page turner. The 18-page. It's time for me to meditate. Book. I need to go find that and read it because it sounds interesting. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to come back and listen to us once more. Our next show, whenever it's going to be, will be the 50th. We need to plan something exciting and special. And, yeah, you know, the usual stuff. So, anyway. I'm going to... I'm going to meditate now. Are you ready? Bye. Bye. Namaste. I can't, I can't find the buttons. Hang on. Bye.